Hi, and welcome to the Essential Tennis Podcast, your place for free, expert tennis instruction that can truly help you improve your game. Hi, and welcome to episode number 255 of the Essential Tennis Podcast. Going to get right into it today. I just have a quick story to tell you about an experience that I had in what, during one of our Indian Wells clinics just last month in March. Every March, the whole Essential Tennis team now uh, travels to Indian Wells, California, which is the home of the BMP Paraba Open. Definitely my personal favorite professional tournament that I've been to. And every year during the two weeks of the tournament, we host clinics. And we work with singles players, doubles players, 3-0 players, all the way on up to four, five plus players. And during one particular clinic, there was uh, an interesting experience that a student had that I want to tell you about because it's extremely illustrative and really points out how important a particular element of your improvement journey is. And that is the difference between your personal internal perception of what's happening on the court and what is actually happening in reality. And the truth is they're frequently not the same thing. In fact, they're often very, very different. So this particular student on this particular day, it was a singles strategy clinic, and we started off by working on ground stroke accuracy and control. And one of the first drills that we did to work on that was an alley rally. We had students rallying using just the doubles alleys as their target. By the way, uh, quick uh, quiz, how wide is a doubles alley? How many, how many feet? Sorry, those of you outside of the U.S. How, uh, how many feet wide would you say a doubles alley is? Just answer in your own head. Uh, most players are surprised to learn that, that a doubles alley is four and a half feet wide, which is a pretty substantial amount of space in terms of uh, the number of it. And yet it's a surprisingly difficult target to hit. I think most players just, their knee-jerk response to that question would be, oh, maybe a, a couple of feet, but it's actually quite wide. There's actually quite a bit of real estate there. But we were using it as a, a target specifically to work on timing. And so we were aiming right down the alley. And uh, one one student in particular was rallying with Ira. Uh, we had a relatively small group on this particular day. And so this student was hitting four hands right straight ahead down the line, down the alley with Ira. They were both trying to maintain control of their, of their ground strokes and keep the ball in the alley. So uh, we did this drill for a little while, and then we got together, we kind of talked about our experiences, and I asked the group, so what percentage do you think you were successful? How many, what, what percentage of your total shots that you just hit do you think that you actually successfully hit in the alley? And one student in the group just quick, immediately answered. He said, ah, probably about 60%. And I looked at him uh, kind of sideways, but kind of bit my tongue a little bit. I knew for certain that there's no way he got 60%. Uh, but I didn't really say anything besides, oh, well, that would be amazing, you know, if you did. You're probably a little bit lower than that, but um, uh, keep track and see what you think. So 
after a little bit more discussion, we went out and we did some more work on this. Uh, after we talked about some different elements that players could tweak to improve their, their success rate hitting the ball into the alley. And without telling me or the students, Ira, who went back out to rally with this student again, decided to keep track and actually count. Now, the student was thinking about technique, was trying to make some tweaks and adjustments to, to raise his level of accuracy, to raise his consistency. He wasn't, he wasn't paying attention or keeping track, but Ira was. And uh, he told me during the next break, just kind of uh, took me aside and just uh, told me. We actually we didn't call this person out uh, during the clinic. Uh, Ira told me uh, in private later that uh, on that very next session, they hit a total of 100 shots. So that means that the student hit 50, Ira hit 50 as they rallied back, back and forth. And that's that same student who, answered, who guessed that he had hit 60% of his shots in the alley made 7 out of 50 in the alley. That's 14%. So we're talking about a huge, huge, huge departure. Uh, four times, more than four times less than what he thought actually happened in reality. And now, before you, you know, laugh too hard at this player, I, I will tell you, as somebody who is passionate as a coach and as an instructor, as a teacher, about helping players reach the next level in their, in their game, I can tell you that this is unbelievably common, that there's a large disconnect between what's happening on the courts and what the player thinks is happening. There's a big disconnect, even though for this player, this, this player was, was physically there on the courts actually doing the repetitions, but he was approximately four times off what had actually happened just, just then. It's not like we asked him the next day. He had just done the drill and he was off by that much. Now, in my experience, this is really, really crucial, all of you listening. In my experience, this is the single biggest obstacle when it comes to tennis improvement. And I would, be, I would say besides setting aside the, the whole uh, problem of having enough time to go out and practice, let's, let's just assume just for the sake of discussion that you, you, have, you have the time set aside on your calendar to actually work on your game. Once you get out there and actually put in the time, put in the repetitions, this is the single biggest obstacle that you have to overcome not actually knowing what you don't know. This is the kind of old cliche of you don't know what you don't know. The same is true within your tennis game, but it seems like oh, we, we must have a good sense of it. After all, we're, it's, we're the ones that are out there and conscious as we're playing our matches, as we're doing drill sessions, as we're working with the ball machine, et cetera, et cetera. But over and over and over again, as I ask students questions and kind of part of my teaching approach or philosophy is I ask a lot of questions because I need to know what you know as my students. If you don't know what you know and I don't know what you know and what you're aware of and what you're not aware of, then how am I supposed to know what elements to actually guide you through? How am I supposed to know what to talk to you about? if I don't know what you are aware of. So I ask a lot of questions when I teach because it helps fill in the gaps in my own head about what my student is aware of, what he or she doesn't know is happening or what he or she does know is happening so that I can 
help guide the the opening of their awareness, the expanding of their awareness, so that they can, they can then go out and make more informed swings, make more informed decisions, play more informed matches, use better tactics, use better footwork patterns, uh, different swing techniques, etc., etc. It all starts with awareness. If you don't have awareness, then how can you possibly improve? You can't. So how do you combat this if you don't have me standing behind you or any any other uh, passionate, qualified, experienced tennis uh, practitioner behind you? How can you possibly be more aware? Well, the answer is video. It's probably the most common reoccurring theme on the podcast over the last year or two. There's just zero excuse for it in 2017. It's so unbelievably easy now. You can get a a cell phone tripod on Amazon for $13 and video yourself. And virtually every smartphone now does slow motion video. You can use that to see exactly what you're actually doing in reality. You don't have to guess anymore. Um, and so I, I have some some coaching for this. Uh, if you'd like to check it out, if you go to EssentialTennisAcademy.com, there's a, a lot of information on that page about what Academy is. It's it's our most comprehensive game improvement improvement system. Every part of the game is covered. Every feasible aspect and facet of the game of tennis is covered step by step. And one of the coaching modules is called Easy Video Analysis. And basically in that section of coaching, I go through the the app that I like to use. You can use on any phone, any tablet, uh, what tripod uh, to get. I mean, super, super cheap and easy. And where to put the camera, where to put your phone or your tablet or the camera uh, so that you can actually get the best information, uh, the best angles to use for analysis etc etc basically walk you through everything so go check that out i hope that you take advantage of it Uh, academy is an incredible incredible community of passionate players Uh, whether you do that or not please start using video because it'll open up a whole new world of of uh, knowledge and awareness about what you're actually doing and that's always the first step in the improvement process For more free game-improving instruction, be sure to check out EssentialTennis.com, where you'll find hundreds of video, audio, and written lessons. Also, be sure to subscribe to Essential Tennis on iTunes and YouTube, where we are the number one resource in the world, providing passionate instruction for passionate tennis players. Thank you so much for listening today. Take care, and good luck with your tennis.